0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus Jesus said to his disciples, "What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep, and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills?" and go in search of the one that went astray. And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. And so it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. The Gospel of the Lord. So we've looked at this uh, gospel before, but just to recap a few things and then to see why uh, it is present now in our Advent readings as we lead up towards Christmas. And so what we've said before is the general commentary of the church fathers, the general way in which they understand um, this text that the Lord is or this parable that the Lord gives is that the one sheep represents human nature, which was lost through original sin and it separated itself from God, and the 99 are the angels in God's kingdom, right? And so it is when the one goes astray, the good shepherd is the one who then goes in search of that one that was lost, that human nature that has fallen. And the way in which the good shepherd goes and searches out his sheep is that he, we know, the Lord, comes and becomes incarnate takes upon himself our human nature, and then through our human nature he suffers and dies and thus merits for us salvation. Because of his sacrifice of himself, that is the way in which he offers and comes to seek and to find us. And so this other, the other accounts of this, uh, this parable and the other times in which the Lord speaks about himself as the good shepherd one of the other images that I always think is very beautiful is that in one of the other accounts, it also gives the description of how when he finds the sheep, he also places it upon his shoulders, right? So he carries it upon his shoulders. I don't know if you've ever carried a sheep on your shoulders, but it is not a fun job, right? It's not something that you want to do. They smell bad, <laughs> they're terrible, they, are, they, they try to escape, they do all kinds of things. And uh, if you've ever done it, you can kind of imagine. I think it helps with then imagining this action of the Lord when he comes to carry his sheep. So when he finds a sheep that has been lost, and generally when you find a sheep that is lost, it's either because it's become stuck somewhere, so there's an effort to get it out from where it is stuck. It is normally dirty. It's normally got all these things accumulated upon it, and everything sticks To to a sheep, right? Everything sticks to them. So when you try, then pick them up, you get covered in what the sheep is covered in. And so, what the shepherd does is that I think that's a powerful image for the incarnation, right? A powerful image for the Lord who humbles himself and takes upon himself our human nature, takes upon himself all of the guilt of our sin without being sinful or without any sin in himself. He takes upon himself all of our sin. He takes upon himself, if you will, our our guilt and all of that kind of dirt that gets picked up by the sheep. But the other thing that is also beautiful to think about is how he elevates the dignity of the sheep that he finds and how gently he treats that sheep. And so he doesn't chase the sheep back up the mountain with a whip. He doesn't do these type of things. Rather, he simply picks the sheep that was lost up, he puts it upon his shoulders, and through his own power and effort, he labors to bring that sheep back up the mountain. And I think that's the image of the Lord as he works within us by his grace. Through his incarnation, his passion and his death, he has merited for our salvation. But then also he labors for that. He works for our salvation. It's such a consoling thought to know that the shepherd seeks so intentionally and with so much love in looking for the sheep that are lost. It's such a consolation also to know that it is not by our own power that we need to accomplish this. It's rather simply to rest upon the shoulders of the Good Shepherd, simply to rest there where he places us upon his own human nature. And that is what it is then to receive his grace through the sacraments. That is what it is to rest upon his shoulders and to be carried by him, to be supported, sustained, carried by the grace of our beautiful shepherd. And also I think it's something consoling to think about, which is that he desires our salvation more than we do. He desires our sanctification more than we do, and that should give us great courage, great consolation, that not only will he come to find us in our sin, pick us up from our sin, restore us to grace, put us upon his shoulders, sustain us in carrying us, but it is this love, this infinite love that drives him into this activity, a love that far surpasses our own. And so if we think that we desire salvation for ourselves, that is only a small drop of the desire that God has for our salvation. He works so much more with so much more ardor, with so much more love for our salvation than we do. He is always seeking us. He is rushing to save us. He is eager to sanctify us. And it is for us to rest upon his shoulders, to rest in his grace, to allow ourselves to be carried by him, not only in that movement from sin into grace, but also then in that movement from grace to sanctity, from grace into deeper and deeper holiness and intimacy with the Good Shepherd. Amen.